1: Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Yes, hello, welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Robson Civil, over 60 years of leading civil construction experience, visit robsoncivilprojects.com.au. Now, it's a bit of a different voice you're hearing this afternoon. They've uh, they've actually given myself, the Professor, and Barney a chance in the chair on NRL Crunch Time. Andrew Barney Barnett, how are you?
2: Oh, I'm excellent. I'm so excited to do crunches with you this afternoon <laughs> for Crunch Time, <laughs> Professor. Um, all NRL-themed crunches, too. We'll start with, say, maybe a Newcastle Knights-style crunch, um, which is... Uh, well, it's not the full crunch. No. Is it? It's just... Like a half crunch. A half crunch. Using
1: your arms, your neck, mm. all that sort of thing. <laughs> Um, and then also joining us as always, um, mm. uh, Brooksy, it was your mastermind to get us in here as a little duo on a Sunday. Um, how do you think this is actually going to go, mate?
0: I think it'll go well. Um, I wasn't going to tell you guys, but a lot of people fell over to create this oh. circumstance. Oh, really? A bit yes. bit of
1: Bradby, Bradbury work. What's yes. happened? Who isn't so, here?
0: Well, Jaleesa. Oh, yeah. Mm. She's at Channel 10 today. Sock, he's getting ready for the BBL. Bit of oh, training, yeah. bit of manly wearing cricket. Tra- oh, he's got a family to as well. You know? does he? I couldn't get him out of any of those three <laughs> yeah, things. Right. And the missile, well, he's just he's just denied us now. He's just a Saturday guy at the moment. Really? He said, No, I can't do Sunday this week. Oh wow. And then there were seventeen other people that I couldn't get on. So twenty and twenty one.
1: Gents, welcome 20? to the show. Tell me I'm twenty and Barney's oh, well, twenty one.
0: You know, it's it's similar to the NRL Rich List, you know, like we, I went down <laughs> oh, yeah. as far as I could go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, you now, guys, welcome to the show. Thank
1: you. Good to be here. Now, I am in the uh, captain's chair. Um, I'm behind the wheel. So you got to keep me honest here, Brooksy. I, I mean, because let's face it, I've never really done anything like this. Is it time to welcome our listeners? across the SEN network is that where I'm up to
0: it's a it's the second thing on the list James yeah, <laughs> yeah. welcome the listeners it. yeah you're doing very welcome well
1: welcome to our listeners across the SEN network SENQ 693 am in Brisbane SEN 1, 1170 am in Sydney and SEN 1620 am on the Gold at 1620 I do or download the SEN app and listen to crunch time anytime <laughs> anywhere and just a reminder you can join the conversation throughout today's show. Give us a call, 1300-01-1170, <laughs> or text us, 0457-736-736. <laughs> We're also on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at league. Come on. No, interesting yeah, yeah, is not you know much out, better man. than that. <laughs> Very good. Uh, now, we do have a big afternoon coming up. Lots to chat about. Uh, we're going to be talking about the games that uh, are coming up. We're going to be reviewing the games that have just taken place. We're going to be taking a little look at the crystal ball going forwards. We're going to give you some run homes. We're going to give you some uh, ladder predictors. Some We're uh, going to mac- gossip about rich lists. We will. Um, it's going to be a great afternoon. But before we get into that, I do think uh, it is very important for us to acknowledge uh, what's happened this week, um, the sad passing of Paul Green. Uh, now, this isn't something that Barney and I normally
2: no uh, this isn't usually the sort of topic you and I dive head first into no, we're no. more of the lighter side of things guys but um it's important we, that we do yeah it is it's been a tough week for everyone uh, in rugby league and across sort of the australian sporting community um and it is it's just i think t- an important reminder for us all that um you don't always know when someone's struggling uh and uh there is uh there is an important message for all of us that we need to, to look out for each other. And if you're struggling, reach out. Absolutely. And, and we've
1: I've worked in the rugby league for, it must be, I'm close to 15 years now. And I, I can't actually remember a moment like this impacting mm. the NRL community like this. And I, I just think it spoke volumes for just how important Paul was in the NRL community. And Brooksy, for Thursday's show, you, you did a bit of research into just how much Paul achieved in his career.
0: I know, like, Because we all grew up, we're around the same age in our late 30s, yeah. early 40s. So some of us know of his footy career as a player. And I know a lot of our listeners didn't really have that um, knowledge of, of who, who the player he was. So I went and did a bit of a deep dive. He was successful in Brisbane, won the Rothmans medal in the Brisbane competition, came down to Sydney with Johnny Lang, second year, won the Rothmans medal in the ARL. Like an amazing achievement coming down. He then bounced around a few clubs after Cronulla to Parramatta to the Roosters to Brisbane, retired, got into coaching, was at the Broncos for like five years doing skill stuff. Dan and Kemp mentioned on his show that he worked with him quite a bit at the Bronx and at Wynn and Manly, where he then went on to coach back-to-back premierships, came down to the, the Roosters, won a premiership with Robbo as his assistant, yeah, wow. then went to the Cowboys and second year in his tenure there, he wins a premiership with them. Then two years later, goes into another grand final, leads the Cowboys from eight, in your grand final against one of the best Melbourne Storm teams of their era. Mm. It's just amazing what he achieved. He got to coach the Maroons as well because of those accolades. He a phenomenal talent on and off the field. And I went to the Roosters game yesterday and, you know, just that place in itself has so much history. And that day yesterday was, it was quite surreal just seeing everyone in the crowd, Um, both teams he played for and coached. Mm. It's just a just an, a, a sad time, but also a time to celebrate what a great person he was for Rugby League. And, you know, we've all followed the game. We've followed different teams and we saw what he did and how he's affected Cowboys and Roosters coaches, players, fans, and yeah. And just I to, think,
2: think, Brooks, credit has to go to the NRL community for the way people have reacted. I mean, um, we saw at... The SCG yesterday, and then uh, the the minute silence of, at Brisbane last night um, was eerie. Like you don't like in a big stadium that's pretty full, you don't often get the total silence. But there were, you could have heard a pin drop, and it just shows the respect uh, that the NRL community had for Paul, and um, and how people are sort of coming together, and how it's really affected everyone. The somber nature of it was uh, was amazing, and I think that's it's important now for everyone to to go okay well if it can happen to um a guy like that yeah. then you know it can really happen to anyone so we just need to we need to make sure that we we keep talking cuz sport is supposed to be the place where we come for the light, sport's supposed to be our release in life. That's what. That's why we've always loved doing jokes about yeah, sport because it's fun. The whole mm-hmm. thing's supposed to be fun. So yeah, I I, I was really touched with just how um,
1: mature that these young players that came out and spoke about Paul and the the beautiful things they said. Jason Talmalalo was amazing yesterday, and then and then what Nico Hines said. I don't know if you saw that post match um, when he was talking to Fox. He um and, and he said it, it really struck a chord in me. It was something very simple. He just said. Look, Are You Okay Day is coming up soon, but every day should be Are You Okay Day, which I guess I mean. Often we don't make that phone call that we should. Mm. Um, we can all all see when there's a you know a change in a close mate or a close family member because we all do know each other that well. And something as simple as just picking up the phone, saying you know, G'day, how you going? You know, let's catch up. It it's that's a tough phone call to make but it's much easier than a harder phone
2: call you might have to make. That's it. And so many of our friendships um, in this country, you know, you form those great friendships around sport, uh, whether it be playing sport together as young guys or just enjoying watching sport and chatting sport. Um, sport can be the conduit into that. It, you know, it might be just the simple start of, hey, did you see the game? And then get into that conversation about, how hey, you travelling, mate. Um, we can use that. If anything, we need to just... To, yeah, take the lesson from it, to, to reach out to each other, look after each other.
1: Absolutely, Barney. And, you know, we've worked together a long time and we've had some tough moments in the last few years. And, but, I, you know, you've always been someone that has made that phone call and Brooksy as well was always very good at reaching out and making sure I was okay. And it's, it's not a case of solving necessarily the problem right there on the day, but it's, it's more the phone call. It's just letting people know that you're not alone, which is, which is such an important thing mm. in, this, in this whole process.
2: Yeah, the reminder that we are a community.
0: We've got a caller on here. It's Al from Newcastle.
3: You there, Al? Good day, boys. How you doing? Good, mate. Yeah, actually um, knew Paul quite well um, uh, through the uh, over the years, and uh, yeah, like I only uh, was speaking to him on the phone probably uh, uh, three days before what happened, and you know he he sounded himself, you know, like he. Um, he didn't sound depressed or he didn't sound sort of uh what should say you know it was sort of a real sort of a spin out for me when i heard i and then, thought they got the right person?
2: and that that's one of the the hard things i think with with stuff like this is you know it, you don't always know and there aren't always signs and it's so, that's why this i think is so shocking because it does feel like it comes out of the blue Al. and you know um it's just, it's, it's hard for all of us. That's what I think why it's so hard for everyone dealing with it is for that reason is you just want to let people know how loved they were. How did you know Paul, Al? Um, I, uh,
3: did a bit of, uh, sort of, uh, uh, work with, um, the roosters when he was there.
1: And, and got close to Paul in that time. He was a, a lovely fellow, wasn't he? Yeah,
3: he was. Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah, sort of, you know, like he used to sort of, uh, you know, we used to talk uh, probably once a week and, you know, I used to always call him and, you know, see how he's going, like, you know, like, as you say, keep in touch with mates and sort of stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, you know, like 47 years of age, mate, you know. I...
2: Well, Al, I think the, the thing, mate, is, um, you know, I can hear that you're feeling it and, uh let it, let you know that you're not the only one who's feeling it, mate. Make sure you're talking to people because uh, that's the one thing. Rely on our networks, mate. We've uh, we've all got to do it because, um, yeah, it's a reminder we are a rugby league community, and that's that's where we can draw our strength. Uh, thanks so much for the call, Al. Hope you're doing well, mate. Uh, we're all thinking of you and everyone else at Paul, mate.
3: Thanks, mate.